We are ready to go. Hey everyone, and welcome to Chef AJ Live. I'm your host, Chef AJ, and this is where I introduce you to amazing people like you who are doing great things in the world that I think you should know about. Well, today is the last Friday of the month, which means it's time for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with Dr. Gustavo Tolosa, the plant-powered pianist. And today he is going to be making an Argentinian tradition. He actually is coming in live from Argentina. It is a low-fat vegan potato gnocchi made with basically just potatoes and tomato sauce. So please welcome him to the show. It's so hard to say gnocchi. <laughs> right, because that, that, that sound is not in an English sound. Uh, so it's a little gnocchi. You have to go very nasal, gnocchi. Well, thank you, AJ, again. I, I always cannot believe how fast this fourth uh, Friday comes <laughs> because it seems like it was just uh, last week that I did the other one. It's, it's crazy. But um, anyway, thank you for- Where did you me. learn to make gnocchi and why is it an Argentinian tradition? Yes, yes. Well, I will tell all about that. Um, uh, my grandmother used to make it um, once a month. And um, and then in a lot of restaurants in Argentina, the 29th of the month, you will always find gnocchi in the menu. Um, I'll tell you a little bit more about the tradition uh, while I'm making it that way, um, while I'm doing some, uh, you know, when I'm making the gnocchi, I have something to, to tell people. But um, this is what I want to tell everybody. This is a type of pasta that um, if we translate it to English, it would be something like potato dumplings, uh, but it's called gnocchi. And uh, this word, it seems that it comes from an Italian word, nocca, which means knuckles, because gnocchi have a little, little pieces. Actually, they look like knuckles. And so for me that I, uh, I love potatoes, this is one of this, this type of pasta is the closest thing to, to heaven. Uh, being in Argentina, uh, which is uh, like the Italy of South America. And you know, so Argentina had about uh, almost 50% Italians at, uh, in the 1920s and 40s a huge number of, of Italians came and then about 34, 35% from Spain. So we could say that Argentina is the uh, Italy and Spain of South America. And, and I am part Italian. And um, so pasta in general was a big part of my life um, as I was growing up. And it, in some ways, it still is, you know, telling an Italian to not eat pasta is kind of like take, telling a, I don't know, um, a Mexican to never eat a taco or I don't know, a Chinese to not eat rice. I don't, or I don't know, what would we say to an American? What would be an American type of- Don't, don't eat a cheeseburger. Cheeseburger, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go to, yeah, so um, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's ingrained almost in the DNA of an Italian to eat pasta. But uh, since I became whole food plant-based about it, actually 10 years ago, I have enjoyed uh, zucchini noodles, which I think they're, they, they're 
as close to regular noodles as you can get. I love them. So the spaghetti squash noodles are incredible. So I, I, I make that. I also make risotto, but I make it with uh, oat groats. I cook it really slowly. And so they come out so creamy that to me, it's uh, like risotto with all the wonderful mushrooms and all and the sauce, etc. I also make uh, polenta, which is uh, a recipe from my grandmother, um, and uh, it's baked with tomato sauce. So, and then of course I have here AJ your book, okay? And um, on page sixty-four you have your disappearing lasagna, which. Uh, I make, you know, once a year about, um, uh, maybe last year I didn't make it for some reason, but uh, it's something we all know that there are foods that are a little bit higher in the fat content or the calorie content. It's still whole food and plant-based. It's just a little bit higher and we save those uh, meals for special, um, you know, special events or times. I don't eat uh, pasta, you know, uh, regularly, but I do. I cannot uh, imagine not ever eating any pasta. So, and then I also make some meatballs that are made with eggplant. And so th those are really delicious with the sauce and the zucchini noodles or things like that. And, uh, but gnocchi really brings some fond memories um, of childhood in, in from my childhood and from my dear grandmother Aurora and um, so the 29th of each month that would be Monday if you were in Argentina you would see a lot of gnocchi everywhere okay so it's a tradition and um, and I will explain it in just a minute I want to tell everybody that the traditional may, way of making gnocchi is with potato, uh, regular white flour, or semolina, and uh, some people use one egg, okay, for like two pounds of potatoes. Um, today, obviously, we're not going to use any eggs or cheese or anything like that. And I will show you how to make it, how to make gnocchi with uh, whole wheat white flour which is um which is not bleached you know whole wheat uh white flour is really whole wheat flour and so you can make it like that and we're going to, i'm going to show you how to do it using very little and knowing that we are eating this every you know every two or three or months okay or maybe you want to eat it once or twice a year and i'll show you how to lower the calorie density of the meal as well but it is a fun meal to make because it's supposed to be um with a lot of friends and families like in you know italian um uh, gatherings everybody's talking you know how italian talks loud and they laugh and they cry and they you know they curse so it's just it's, a, it's crazy i i remember those times you know usually on a sunday so um i would never think of making gnocchi just for me uh it's really a meal to share and so um i'll be uh it's, it's a social type of meal 
Um, so today I'll show you how to make it with just potatoes and a little bit of flour. And then I'll also show you how to make it without fly, um, without any flour. Oh, um, nice. Thanks. Yeah. 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 So that would, that would be, um, a way to, to try it. Of course, the flour adds something to the texture. And remember that this is, um, even though it's 80% potato or more and sunflower, and then it goes in boiling water. So the, the flour is getting, is absorbing water. It's not a dry starch. It's still, uh, I think that for, for a once or twice a year for, you know, uh, at least that's my, my personal opinion, unless you are, you know, unless flour is going to trigger you to eat more flour products, and you know, I, I wouldn't use it. And I, also, there are gluten-free flours that you could use. Uh, now, the real secret here is in the sauce. Um, well, I'll show you also how to make the, the actual gnocchi, but the sauce needs to be really good. So I make my own. So what I will suggest to people is to either, well, make uh, your own if you have a really good recipe. I like uh, my tomato sauce to have um, a good amount of mushrooms, but that's that's me. And my tomato sauce, besides tomatoes and, and sauteed onions and garlic, have a little bit of um, uh, a little bit of um, carrots to, to cut the, the acidity of the of the tomatoes and and some red pepper, red bell peppers that are also sweeter. And um, so anyway, or you can buy your own. You can buy a already made sauce. Just make sure, of course, that it's oil free and sodium free. And um, and then you can use also from Chef AJ's book here on page 127. She has the faux parmesan. Uh, if you want to use a, uh, a plant based parmesan cheese. OK, so what, what how do we start this? Well, we start with two pounds of potatoes. These potatoes are about a pound each because they're large, um, but you could, you could use medium size, whatever, but with two pounds of potatoes, you will feed uh, for sure four people, maybe, maybe six, okay? But uh, this is basically the ingredient, which is wonderful for a pasta. Now you can use Yukon potatoes, which is this, you can use russet, potatoes um, and you don't want the potatoes to absorb a lot of water because the more water that they have or that they have absorbed the more flour if you're using any type of flour it could be chick, uh, chickpea flour it could be any other type of flour um, you will have to put more flour so you want to cook the potatoes in a way that they are not going to absorb water. So I wouldn't boil them or even in the instant pot, I wouldn't put them directly on water. What I did, I have this little basket and I cut these potatoes in four or five, six pieces and with the skin on, because the skin also uh, protects the potatoes so that it's not going to absorb a lot of water. And, um, and I steamed it for like, um, um, it was about 15 minutes. I want them to be really soft. So that's a little trick um, of um, you want the potatoes to to not be too wet. Okay. 
So um, let's go now. What I'm going to do, AJ, is uh, walk to my kitchen there. And um, if you don't mind, I'm just going to turn off the camera so that I can move the, this, uh, the, my, my laptop to the kitchen and we'll start it. Okay, hold on just okay. a minute. Okay, no worries. I'll entertain the troops. Hey, everybody. Thanks for watching. Tomorrow, the show is Dr. Micah Yu and Dr. Melissa Andala on overcoming autoimmune disease. And they're going to be specifically talking about how to overcome chronic fatigue syndrome. That will be at 11 a.m. Pacific time. And Memorial Day, we're doing two shows. So I hope you'll join on Monday. We have Asanto Molina at 9 a.m. She's going to talk about how she thrives on a low-fat vegan diet at the age of 81. And she has a new book called Plant-Powered Protein, along with Brenda Davis, who will be on the next day. And we have a bonus show of a brand new product that is shipped to you, and it's low-fat and vegan, and it's Indian food, and it's delicious. So those are what we have. If you want to know the lineup, just subscribe to chefaj.com. We send out an email every Saturday morning telling you who the guests are. And that gives you the opportunity to send in a question for a doctor. If you want, you can always say it's for any doctor, the first available, because we do get quite a few questions when it's medical doctors. And back to Gustavo in the kitchen. Okay. So let's I'm going to show you how I steamed my potatoes and, uh, and I peel them. Now they are dry, so I, I saved a little bit. I saved the water from the potatoes when I cooked them and I'm going to add some because um, otherwise I won't be able to form the gnocchi and I'm going to mash it here and um, the only thing that I'm going to add to this is I'm going to add a tablespoon of onion onion powder it's still really dry so I'm adding a little bit at a time and so I'm going to add a tablespoon of onion powder and a tablespoon of garlic powder you could just go with one of them. And I am also going to add, but this is optional now, I'm going to add a tablespoon or two of uh, nutritional yeast, okay? So I'm trying to get a, con a creamy consistency, but not too wet, okay? I'm trying to get it, it's getting there, I think it needs a tiny, tiny bit more water here. So I have these cute measuring spoons that have a treble clef. Isn't that nice? <laughs> it was a gift. That's very okay. cool. Yeah, yeah, it is. So this is a tablespoon. I'm going to put a tablespoon um, of onion powder and this is actually going on the amount of flour that I use, okay? So that is it. Now, let me tell you a little bit more about the... Okay, so 
let's finish this part. I'm going to put one tablespoon of nutritional yeast, and this is optional. So there we go. I'm gonna, I just need to make sure that there are no lumps. And while I'm doing this here, let me turn on, we need to have a big pot of boiling water, okay? To cook the gnocchi. All right, this is getting to the real, to the consistency that I think is what we're looking for. Okay, see that? It's creamy. I'm going to just give it a little try. Mm. Why are potatoes so delicious? <laughs> I don't know. They're my favorite food. <laughs> yeah. For lunch today, I had, I think, one of your favorite, AJ, was a, a roasted sweet potato with, um, with a lot of steamed broccoli. And, uh, what I have and, for lunch every day and what I'll be having right after the show. Do you have the same kind of sweet potato as me, the, the, the white ones, the Hannah yam? I don't have the Hannah. Oh, that's <laughs> sad. That is sad. I have, there is a white one, but it's not Hannah. And then there's the regular orange one. And then there's a the purple one. But uh, the Hannah, for some reason, well, I don't know. Maybe in some other parts of Argentina they have it. Where I am, they don't have it. So, okay, so let's see here. Believe, you know what? This these potatoes must have been a type of uh, potatoes that really did not have a lot of liquid to start with, so they're very dry, and I need them to be. Now, now this is the, the consistency that I'm looking for. I need them to be creamy, but you can see how it's still not very wet, but it is creamy. Now, yeah, this is it. So, gnocchi come from Roman times, believe it or not. This is a very old, um, recipe, I mean, very old meal that, that was eaten in Italy, even in the time of the Roman Empire. So, okay. Now, I'm going to get this out here. And I'm going to save some of this to show you how to make it without flour. So I'm going to put probably about a cup here in a bowl. I'm going to save it to show you how you can also make it without flour. And so what is the difference when you make it with or without flour in terms of how easy it is or how it tastes? Well, um, first of all, when you use a little bit of flour, they get firmer so they don't fall apart. You're gonna see how, what type of shape they have. Um, and it seems that the cons to me, the consistency um, 
the of the actual gnocchi is more silky it's uh i don't know it's just very i can't explain it <laughs> um it's just it's it makes it smoother in a way the way that it tastes and of course adding flour will increase the number of of gnocchi that you will get out of two pounds of potatoes um, so and it will be a little more filling and remember that today i'm using whole wheat flour so i'm not using regular white flour i have used in the past i have combined chickpea flour with whole wheat white flour and it works so um that's it um, you might want to anybody trying this you might want to try both ways so uh, like i said to me i don't even though the tradition is to make to make it every month i don't maybe that's why i'm poor because I don't make it every 29. But you know, for me, it's okay to use it, to use this little bit of flour because I make it very seldom. Okay, so I just put some of the flour there and I'm going to make, um, you know, like a ball, like I'm going to actually make bread. And let me get it all out. What we're going to need here is a way to uh, make a dough that doesn't stick to my fingers. Okay, my hands are clean, everybody. So I'm just going to get some of that flour, basically so that it doesn't stick to the counter here. This is like making bread. Now in this bowl, I have one cup. Uh, it looks like there's more than one cup, but actually I measured it. So it's, uh, I don't think I'm gonna need a cup. The, the actual recipe for gnocchi is two pounds of potatoes and three cups of flour. So that's a lot of flour. And I only have one cup here. And I don't think I'm going to even use one cup. You see how it's still, it's still sticking? So that's why I am adding flour until I can get to the point where it doesn't stick to my fingers anymore. And while I do this, let me tell you why in Italy and in Argentina, it is eaten the 29th of the month. Um, during the war in Italy, some people would not have enough money to buy food by the end of the month. They had nothing. Um, and so potatoes <laughs> was cheap, was one of the cheapest type of foods and flour. And so the, um, they had to, the government would give them this um, like bonds, this pieces of paper uh, that they can use to get food. And some of them that had large families would go through the, those bonds quickly and they didn't have enough to last the whole month. So those families that were a little more well off or maybe they were smaller families, um, 
they would make gnocchi and they would invite these other families home. And under the plate of the gnocchi, they would put one of those little pieces of paper so that, uh, so, so that they wouldn't feel, um, oh, how could we say, so that it, uh, they wouldn't feel bad that they were poor. <laughs> and so they got, um, they got under their plate this fake money, I guess, where they could now go to the market and buy food until they got paid, and they got paid the first of the month, okay? So when all of these Italians came to Argentina, uh, Argentina in the, 19, uh, in, the, in the early 1900s was the country where you could come and have your dreams come true. Um, it was considered, it was supposed to be one of the big, uh, you know, countries in the world because of the richness here. So a lot of these Italians came, they started businesses. In a couple of, in a few years, they were wealthy. Argentina was a booming place at that point. And so uh, when new Italian families came, they didn't have in a lot of money. And they also didn't uh, get to the end of the month. So the families that had been in Argentina for longer time and had already established their businesses and were doing well, they would invite them at the end of the month, the 29th, they would invite them home to have gnocchi. And under the plate, guess what? There was like a 20, let's say probably something um, like a $20 bill maybe or $30 or something like that, so that they could also have enough food until the end of the month. And in Argentina today, gnocchi, the 29th of each month, you also put money under the plate. And that is, I think, such a cool hit story, you know, of people and immigrants helping each other as they try to, um, you know, to, to make the, a, a living in a new country. So that's the tradition now that in order to, <laughs> to have enough money, you've got to eat gnocchi with uh, money under the plate. Well, would that work right. with other so foods? Because if, if, if that's if that'll work, I'll just start putting money on, under every plate of food I eat and see if that works. <laughs> well, it's supposed to be with just gnocchi, but you know why? Why don't we try with other types of food? I, you know, that's uh, the uh, Gustavo. Uh, Dina has a question: If other flours like oat or millet can be used? Well, I have actually tried. A lot of uh, things. The, the, the thing with gnocchi is that uh, it, they can be kind of yucky <laughs> if when you, when you eat them, if, you're, uh, if they're grainy, if, they're, if, you, if it's like you're eating sand. Um, so some of these flowers um, 
whatever flower you use, even if it is a, um, you know, something like, like uh, what, what kind of flower did you say? She recommends, um, she wants to know if she could, and it sounds like maybe she's gluten-free, so she recommended or wants to know if she can use oat or millet. Right. As long as it's fine like this, yes. But if it's too grainy, um, I don't know. You, you, I personally, I don't like it because I, I know what gnocchi is supposed to taste like and feel like in your mouth. So it's a very smooth kind of pasta. So I don't like the grainy uh, type. But um, I think it would work. You could combine probably maybe two different types of uh, flour. And now you saw what I did. I made uh, you know like a, this long uh, log kind of thing. And I'm going to cut these in about the size, like the tip of my finger here. And uh, this is a truly, you can see why this is a, a family affair or friends, uh, they come over, you all start talking. One is doing one thing, one is making the logs, someone is cutting. And now, okay, everyone, now comes the real fun part of it. It can be frustrating at first until you get the hang of it. You can cook them just like this, okay? But the real gnocchi, you gotta get a fork and you put the gnocchi here and with your thumb, you press it as it goes through the fork. Let's see if I, so I'm, I'm, I'm getting pretty fast because, uh, you know, every now and then I make them, especially I like to make these when I have company because I do portion control that way. I, you know, I eat a little bit to get, you know, to, to say that I ate, that I ate some and not feel deprived in a plant-based diet. And, um, and I have my big salad to go with it or my saute greens and stuff like that to lower the calorie density of the food. But this is, look, I don't think I even used half a cup of flour. So look how you still see those little ridges. There you go. Those little ridges are cute. And that's where the tomato sauce gets in there also. So, the, so it doesn't slide. So I'm just going like this. You've got to press kind of hard on, on the gnocchi. And you, as you press hard, you roll them. So this is the part that takes time, but you can have two or three or four people doing this job while you're talking, visiting, telling jokes or whatever it is. And uh, this cooks really fast. Okay, so uh, you will put this in the boiling water and when they float up, then they're ready to be taken out. You on the plate immediately and you pour your delicious tomato sauce on them and they're ready to be served. So I'm going to do one more batch here. Also, what you do with this, which is what I'm going to do today, is you can freeze them. They've uncooked, they freeze really well. 
So then when you have uh, people over or a party or whatever, you just pull them out of the freezer and you put them in the water. You don't even have to uh, defrost them. You can just put them in the water. So the water is boiling and it's ready to go. Let me just do one of these. Look how fast I go. One, two, three, four. You know, this is a, takes a little time. That's why this is for a special occasion. Of course, it's easier to just make mashed potatoes and eat your mashed potatoes, but it is a, a meal to share with family, if you like your family <laughs> and or friends. Okay, so uh, let me do that. And then I'm gonna show you how I make the ones without flour. So let me rinse my hands here. And if anybody has any questions, go ahead, let me know. Let so, me see if there's any questions, please put them in the chat. And it helps if we put four question marks first. Uh, uh, Dr. Dev says she loves your story about cultures and customs that grew out of the war and likes to hear stories with recipes. Yes, well, yeah, I heard these stories all the time because my half of my family came from Italy. So I, these are very close um, stories, I mean, for me. Okay, so let's see. If you only make these once a month, is it because of the difficulty in making them? And if so, would you ever consider making a big batch and just freezing them? Yeah, exactly. Oh, I mean, people make them other times of the month and in restaurants, they have it. Some restaurants have them all the time. Um, I don't, I don't make them because I, 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 I'm to the point where I just eat so simple that I don't make them that often, but I do make them and uh, maybe two or three times a year when I have friends over. Okay, so, but yeah, you can make a big batch and freeze them. Now, I don't know of another way. I've tried different ways. I just throw them in the water with my hands quickly and, um, I'm going to show you how in almost no time they start floating to the surface and they're ready to be taken. Oh, there's, let's see. I'm going to move the camera so you all can see. Uh, there's one that just came up <laughs> floating. So you can see how um, it's. It's, it, it does it does have a little bit of, uh, of uh, flour, but it's uh, it's uh, getting wet. It's uh, it's a wet starch right now. Do you see them floating? I don't. I They're very them. very cute. <laughs> they are. It's just uh, it's it's a really fun meal to make. So um, don't let them flow too long. Take them out. Have you Take ever them. heard of cauliflower gnocchi? They they sell them at Trader Joe's. Oh, well, they do make different kinds. Yes, I saw them at Trader Joe's. They also make sweet potato gnocchi. They make, uh, if I had put um, uh, spinach, you make spinach gnocchi. I mean, and then you can also put this in, um, uh, what do you call it? Like, um, 
put it in a baking dish and, uh, and do baked gnocchi, which is also very delicious to have and bake as a casserole. So here is my homemade tomato sauce. It's, it's really, it's very good. I, I love this tomato sauce. It has a lot of flavor and I am just going to put the tomato sauce on this and, um, and that could be it. I am going to add a little bit of uh, nutritional yeast to make it look like cheese. You could add a couple um, leaves of basil there. And even though I ate lunch already, I'm just going to give it a test. Here. You got to test it. You got to test it, yes. Mostly for the consistency. I mean, for me, that is. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. I'm surprised. I um, other times I've had to add more um, more flour. I added very little, but mm. have you ever thought of adding potato starch instead of flour? You know. Well, yes, yes, I have, and I have potato starch here, and I think I'm going to try that another time because that could be um, another way. It's just that we want the gnocchi to be a little bit. Uh, easy to when you when you are making those ridges, you don't want it to fall apart. So they put the the flour holds them together. Um, if I had added, like they add an egg, that also would add maybe hold it together. But I would never add an egg anyway. So, all right. So now, here is the potato that I saved. And for these, I'm going to move my microphone here. We are not going to put them in the water. <laughs> that's the only, that's the difference because they don't have flour. So they will not, but I'll show you. So basically now you will do the same process. These are quite, yeah, okay. They hold close together because the type of potato is, uh, not too wet, so the casserole is much. So I'm going to make this uh, log shape in here. And yeah, wow. Sometimes, sometimes this doesn't work, depending on the potato or if it absorbs too much water while you were cooking it. So Basically, what you have here is the potato with uh, the garlic powder and the onion powder and a little bit of that um, nutritional yeast. You could have put Benson's, uh, you know, table tasty, tasty if you wanted to add it. Just make sure you're speaking loud and clear. Mona says, um, if you can move the mic closer. I think if you just speak a little louder, they'll hear you good. Oh, okay. All right. I will. Okay, so basically now I am cutting the gnocchi the same way. And maybe I could get the shape. Yeah, I can. I can get the same. 
shape with the little ridges there. But this has no flower. It's just the it's just the mashed potato with the with the um, you know the spices. It's it's in that you know the part that is fun when they float up is missing and and the consistency it is a little bit just a little bit too soft but it holds together okay so make sure that if you're going to use this make these gnocchis with no flour that you get a russet or or some other you know research i can't remember the potatoes the ones that are drier the ones that are, don't hold too much water and make sure that that it is steamed and not boiled it could even be baked potatoes that you uh peel and then make make mash it so yeah you can still do it and let me see i'm just gonna give it another little test and see if i can tell the, the difference here in the well the flavor i think is the same but mm. if nobody had them they probably wouldn't know you know right they probably would not know um what you get in restaurants whether it is in any part of the world, it doesn't matter where. What you get in a lot of restaurants is gnocchi that instead of being 80% potato or 90, um, they are more like, mm, I don't know, 40% potato and it's mostly flour and they're very hard. I don't know why they do it like that because potatoes are not that expensive anyway, but um, that's those are the ones that I don't uh yeah I don't eat those don't like them let me move while I'm talking yeah Susie says it this reminds her of how her grandmother would make dumplings she would always say they're done when they float up yeah <laughs> that's exactly right so okay let me I just moved here and um so since I am, as you all know, a musician, a pianist, I, um, I thought this meal is screaming for something Italian. So I don't, you know, I don't have something classical, although there is a lot of Italian classical music. But today I have um, a, a song, you probably all know it, O Sole Mio. Of course. Oh, sole mio. <laughs> yeah, and AJ, you can, you can sing. Oh, no, you don't want to hear me sing. But I do remember that song. I don't know why I know that, though. Well, it's in so many movies. Movies, yeah. Or commercials and things like that. And then there's another song, Torna Sorrento. And, and my grandmother used to play those. She, she also played the piano. Um, so I thought, well, um, Later on, if you make this gnocchi to feel really Italian, you need to find um, in Sole Mio or some other Italian music to eat with it. And I'm taking Italian lessons, so I have to say, Oggi si viaggi in Italia, okay? Oh my gosh. Is there, is there a word for vegan in Italian or just vegetarian? 
Oh, I haven't gotten to that unit yet. <laughs> okay, I'm just curious because in some languages they don't have a word for vegan, so they have a word for right. vegetarian, and they put like the word pure in front of it, or or yeah. Yeah, I wonder if there has to be vegetarian, and uh, actually there is a, a starch solution group that is um, from Italy. And, and it's on Facebook and I am a member of the group. So there, there has to be a, a word. So I'm, I am, I'm typing it here in my translator. Oh, well, vegano, vegano. Vegano, vegano, if it's a woman, vegana. Yeah, but now today with all the pronouns and everything, it's crazy. So we need who knows what it is. <laughs> but I like that. Hey, I Italiano. studio Italiano. And you Italian, also so it, I love hearing Italian. It's just I love it, the way it sounds I, when I hear people it. speak it. it. So anyway, the word today is oggi. Oggi okay. is today. Si viaggia. Uh, we we travel. Oggi si viaggia. Today we travel in Italia, uh, Italy. Today we travel to Italy. Okay. Oggi si viaggia in Italia. Um, anyways, let's do a little bit of. Um, uh, I hope that you will all try it and maybe experiment with uh, with other types of flour that will hold the gnocchi together, or even the ones that I made. The ones that I made without flour actually taste just just fine. But I I can tell. That, they can, that there's something missing in the consistency because I know, but you could try it. And uh, and if you all have any questions, um, uh, send me an email. My email is in the in the notes, right? Okay. I'll check. I will check right now. You put your website, YouTube, Facebook. And your music website. Okay. Well, from the from the website, people can email me. Actually, let me put this computer here next to the piano. See, so you guys get dinner and a show with this. You get dinner and a show. Yeah, this show always takes a little bit more time because. I wish I had my, two computers. My no, my well, I do have, but I don't know how. I haven't figured out how to do two computers here in Zoom. But uh, I can teach you because we have some people that do that. I, I mean, we, like we have certain shows where they do that, and two, like for example, when the physical therapist comes on, she has to do two different things because one is in her gym where she's doing the exercises, and one is where she's doing the PowerPoint. So we can find out if you if you're interested. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to know. I don't know how to do that. So um, that would, well, that would sure we can help you. That would make it easier. Or I would just have to move this piano to the kitchen. And so I can play. Or how about this? What about using your phone for the piano and your, and your tablet or uh, laptop for the kitchen? Right, because I have a tablet, a phone, and my laptop. Yeah. That's what Eileen does. So all you need is two different devices, and then we keep one on mute while you're doing one room, and then we change it. Okay. Well, for next time, hopefully, hopefully I will have learned how to do that. That's okay. We don't mind hanging out with you. Well, okay. So here you go, guys. I'm going to play a little uh, bit of also let meal, and uh, if... if uh, 
if we feel the Italian blood coming through here. Bellissimo. Is that a word? Oh, very good. Molto bene. Bellissimo. You know, it's a little it's a little bit sad the song depending on the tempo, you know? It is it can be it can be sad. I actually don't recall the the words to it. I know it has words, but I can't remember anyway. Look at this. This is a this is a a, a score that my grandmother brought, you know, from Italy, and it's so old that it's falling apart. It's like a, that is those, that brown color. This is a very, this is a very traditional song in Italy. It's called Torna a Surriento, and it has words as well. I'll just play a little bit also so you all can here. It's a very pretty, very pretty melody. Bravissimo. <laughs> Bravissimo. That is so fun. How many hours a day are you practicing these days? 
Well, it really depends. Like when I have a concert coming up, like I did last week, then I've got to get three, two or three hours. Um, and uh, if not, there are days like today that I didn't practice. But um, yeah, it's three, three hours or so. When I was studying and I was getting um, all my repertoire and technique, it was more like six hours a day. But uh, yeah. Don't your fingers get tired? No, they never get tired. No. If you, that's part of having a teacher that will teach you a good technique of your wrist and your shoulder and your arm so that you can play for, you know, countless hours and it won't get, you know. That's amazing. Stephanie wants to make sure you turned off the stove. It is off, yes. Oh. Otherwise, I'll probably be smelling it now. Yeah, I turned it off. Thank you for reminding right, me. So people really enjoy this dinner and music. I hope you all make it. Try to not buy them in the store. I don't, you might get disappointed. I don't know if they will tell you the percentage of potato and flour. Uh, they, I have never found in a store a good gnocchi. They are hard, like uh, no matter how long you cook them, they, they and they don't taste like potato in this that i made you actually taste the potato so um, try to make it yourself great well thank you this was a lot of fun gustavo yeah yeah it's always fun to cook for you all so um i guess i'll see you oh next friday i'm going to be on an airplane to dallas so I'm you're kidding what are you going to do there well, I mean, I still have my other half of my life there. <laughs> I, I have a double life. Uh, so no, I, I well, my music school is still functioning and I go and uh, there are exams and, and recitals to attend. And then I'm going to North Carolina to visit my daughters and um, then back to Texas. I have my, I have a sister. I have a lot of people that I- Wow. So, What's the logo on your uh, jacket? I bought this at, well, I wish, I mean, I'm, I'm, this is an ad from an expense. I brought this at Target. No, I, I thought maybe it was a school logo or something. No, no, I don't, I don't remember. I just like, I like the, the colors. Yeah, beautiful. But I, do you have Target in Argentina? No, no. I, a few months ago, when I was in North Carolina, I went to a Target store and I got it there. <laughs> That's okay. Don't worry about it. It's very nice. Any ideas what you're going to do next month? I don't. I don't. Um, I wanted to. I've been wanting to try a, a, a potato, a hundred percent potato-based dough to make pizza. Ooh, that sounds amazing. With sun-dried tomatoes and uh, and other delicious toppings. Not maybe not too many toppings because then it, uh, I don't know, uh, but a few really good toppings like sun-dried tomatoes and maybe mushrooms for those who like mushroom and add something else. But but I really need to um, experiment more uh, because that would be. I love pizza. I guess almost everybody. Yeah, that sounds really good if you can manage it. 
Yeah, so I'm going to try that. And if it works, I'll, I will share that with you. Um, you all have, I mean, you, you, I think you also have a very good recipe for um, potato-based cheese, right? Like, like if, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, you know, the cheese. Yeah, I've got a, I probably in one of my books, I don't know if I wrote it. If you do end up making pizza, maybe the song can be when the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's amore. Maybe we can include that. Okay. Yeah, that'll be fun. Well, thanks, Gustavo. Always great catching up with you. Well, thank you. All right. Take care. And thanks all of you for watching another episode of Chef AJ Live. Please come back tomorrow at 11 a.m. Pacific time when my guests are Dr. Micah Yu and Dr. Melissa Mandala. They teach you how to overcome autoimmune diseases. And tomorrow they're specifically talking about overcoming chronic fatigue syndrome. Take care, everyone. Thanks for watching. If you like what you see, please subscribe because I'm close to 200,000 and I'd love to get there with your help. Thanks again. Bye-bye.